Limos and Roses is a humorous and occasionally offensive podcast. All opinions are based on the bachelors and bachelorettes being in the top 99 percentile of their respective genders with regard to their physical attributes. In other words, no offense. And thank you for listening. Enjoy. And welcome to the very 32nd, 33rd, 34th, 35th, 36th, 37th, 38th, 39th, 40th, 41st, 42nd podcast that's actually a Zoom cast of limos and roses. I don't know why the woos all canceled themselves out. This is so weird. Nobody heard it. Because they're so awesome. It's like a vacuum of awesomeness. Woo. That was a good woo. What's wonderful is I don't know whose mic is on, whose mic is off. It, you know, if, 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 the, if the listeners are lucky enough, all mics are off. This, of course, is the La Quinta Inn Becca Iced Polygraph Tested Semi-Sober Bachelorette Might Actually Get Married podcast that you all know and love. The recap podcast over all other recap podcasts that covers season 16 of The Bachelorette. Thank you so much for showing up. I love how like it's bigger every single week. As you may or may not know, this very show began with our very own Bachelor Fantasy League entitled Limos and Roses. On this podcast, I am joined by my husband, Jet, and our buddy, Grace. And me, I am your host and moderator, Chelsea. Now, everything Claire Crawley, into everything COVID, into everything ABC bubble. I give the floor to you gents, but we all know Frace first, go. By the way, I'm in mother's cupboard. <laughs> We're in separate rooms in the same We're household. We're in separate rooms, but it's the same Another marriage joke. For Zoom okay. casting yeah, purposes. yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I, We're not here to talk about marriage or love. We're here to talk about The Bachelorette. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> it's happening. You're filming in like two days or whatever he said. Sure. Yeah. In La Quinta in <laughs> California. Yeah. But I also call bullshit because there's the coin. So she clearly has not learned anything. And then when Chris Harrison asked, what are you looking for? The number one thing she said was a smoke show. Like she's looking for an attractive guy. Yep. Well, yeah, duh. But she also has said multiple times that she always falls for like the bad guy. So I'm like, maybe start thinking about, I want to meet somebody who's a good person. Like maybe that would be like the, the start rather than like, I want him to be hot. You know, the uh, problem yeah. with this girl is, is that she's 39 and she's still a girl. Okay. Can we touch on the fact that all she has to do is show up? Show up. And number two, her father didn't get a chance to say was stick around. We already know that Claire we ends to get up too specific. finding who she wants, bailing very early on. And um, speaking of that, and to piggyback breaking hey. Bachelor news, JP and Ashley just announced divorce after eight years of marriage, two kids, and months of separation. When you do you to 39 and you go, the only option for me is a reality TV show and I am very attractive. 
that might not be the best option for you. Okay. It is time for the first impression. <laughs> we go in the order that they come out of the limo. It is the namesake of our pod. It's the namesake of our Zoomcast first episode. It's the namesake of our league. It is the namesake. Let so, the journey begin. Let the journey begin. Phrase, is there nice. a journey nice. drop? Did you just drop a journey? I'm listening right now. I just now. dropped I a journey. Hear, I hear it in my head. Number three, Zach C. He's an addiction specialist and he seems authentic. He's sweet. He will go far. Today's go. officially going to be known as Zachtober 14th. Jason. He had the belly, right? Yeah, he did the player. I was like, dude, you might as well go belly up to that bar because you ain't going to be getting free alcohol for long, dude. <laughs> yeah. Start ordering doubles. Home, back to Utah to continue being a software engineer consultant or something. Are we already at the Who's? Yeah, mine usually, I usually start there at number one, coming out of the limo. I've accepted, they're all who's. <laughs> number 13. Tell me about Bennett. Go. Of course, his name is Bennett. He had a Rolls Royce, but he can't afford socks, apparently. Oh, don't he, uh, that's in the corner. I'm going to talk about that. I'm, I'm livid about the oh, no it's socks. Gonna, it's going to be all Well, something tells me your corner smells like bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it's not a good smell, and it's not a good look. Right. Number 21. Straight Jacket J. I think I know where he borrowed it from Claire. <laughs> Damar. De who? Parachute? Won't be going tandem on this one. <laughs> but I'm ching. <laughs> well done. Number 24. Ed. And sometimes it's cheese. I'll take the. Dude, if fruit could hang lower than it already can, I will grab it. Speaking of the unemployed, let's talk about yeah. Dale. Right after that, I'm like, okay, well, love at first sight, over, season's over, like, let's just call in, you know, Tasha. Two things that I've learned when you're talking to a potential suitor, the best way to ensure another date is simply to listen, ask questions, and let mm -hmm. them talk about themselves, and spice in a little bit of uh, compliment. That's it. And that's all that Dale does. I was watching it seriously thinking... How does someone fall in love with someone who has yet to make them laugh? She did say one thing that I actually really liked. She said, in terms of like talking about love or talking about relationships rather, she said, uh, it's a reason, a season or a lifetime. And I was like, I can get on board with that little mantra. That actually makes a lot of sense. Any relationship that you get into, there's always going to be, you know, a sense of, um, it's always exciting. There's mixed emotions. It can be um, a lot of ups and downs. And either there's a reason that you've met this person, or perhaps it's just for a season, or perhaps it's a lifetime. And that's what any sort of relationship is going to be. She hasn't seen my cousin Vinny. So I was like, Yo, once again, I'm out. Oh, she says she wants to live outside. I was like, that's a lie. The kiss of death is as, is if a woman ever says to you or says about somebody, I like his energy. <laughs> Tyler takes it upon it himself to do the kiss of death, which is talk smack about another guy. Who cares? He, he's DMing some girls or whatever. Like, who cares? Like, it, it, he's a single guy. He's, he's not, he doesn't have a girlfriend. He doesn't have a fiance somewhere. He's not like lying. He's just saying like, 
I'm a single guy and I was quarantined and I DM'd a few chicks. Like exactly the right. odds are stacked against you to be with Claire. You're right. It was just so over-dramatized. We're like, we don't care. She didn't care either because we yeah, all know she, she loves care. Dale. So we're like, this girl doesn't care. We have a first impression rose. <laughs> of course Dale got it. Like, <laughs> okay. What are we even talking about? Like there wasn't even a, the, like, why are we even? Yeah. Is this the what? very first Zoom oh. cast? Rose Aranda! What? Ooh. What? Oh. I, I didn't... Oh. <laughs> 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 they look like they're being beaten up. You guys know how to dance? No one knows how to dance. Was... Look, I do a lot of things for free. Dancing is not one of them. His name, his name was Ivan. I wrote Ivan the faintest clue who that guy is. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like Jet's about to montage. Boobs, blindfolds, balls, and backstabbing. And Claire on an inner tube in a pool. Any words to say about that, Jets? She's looking for love, which I get to use that drop again. It's a great country song. She found love when she saw Dale. We get it. She's using this platform for her own selfish whims. No surprise. I'll tell you what she wants. Yeah. She wants to go live in her past and reward toxic masculinity, all the while having a therapy session on national television. Guys, you guys, we can't go into a single date until we start the date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. Ooh. The Romeo and Juliet thing, I get it. It was cool. Actually, a pretty fun little thing, a clever idea. Mm -hmm. And then they showed Dale, who kind of failed. I thought he was terrible. I think he could have thrown up on the lawn and she would have swooned. Guys, Dale gave her dog perfume. Dale is like, <laughs> why yes. does she love me? I just wanted to go to paradise. And now I'm the winner right off the bat. He's the new Cassie. He's like, what yeah. the f*** happened? Yeah. yeah. What she's saying is that she's learned from all these previous toxic relationships mm -hmm. with these like manipulative, aggressive guys. And then she responds to aggression and abuse. I'm actually a fan of some of these guys. I'm not joking. And then she has Riley time. Can we talk about that boys to men moment? Thirsty I... as the Sahara Desert is this one. <laughs> I think when she decided to leave, and she blows up the Bachelorette, spoiler alert. Um, I think that really tainted her edit. Even Origami Joe, a man who's somehow able to just, to, to transform a napkin into a dinosaur, couldn't transform this into an interesting conversation. It was atrocious. She said she like 180? No, she 360 <laughs> When did Val Kilmer get on the show? Oh my because God. Chasen looks exactly like Val Kilmer. Love and he that. gets the rose. He gets the well, rose. There's 10 minutes to go in the episode is where, because I wrote 10 minutes to go, thank God. Thank God. That's what people are saying about our podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, sorry, Zoomcast. Brandon goes home because he looked like a Westchester mom. So. Dale. Yeah. She's lust drunk Guys, is the word. he's shown Two us words. nothing. He might be smart. We don't know, but they ain't making him look very smart. He's not smart if he's choosing Claire. <laughs> I mean, previously on The Bachelorette, Dale. I think Joseph is the only one talking any sense. Um, and he's going to be labeled as the villain, and wrongfully so. Doris, 
is Claire the worst bachelorette ever? Yeah. Oh, this is perfect. Watch this. Hey, guys, watch. Keep this going. Doris. Doris. Look, this is like everybody not named Dale talking to Claire. Doris. Doris. <laughs> I just feel like she plays this victim card when really she's the master manipulator. That's my thoughts. Jed, what do you think? I know we're not in the fashion corner just yet, but it's like her eyelashes have so much mascara on them, they were actually closing themselves. Her final stab at him was that he would be a bad dad. And all I could think of was that he's an actual dad, I believe. So I could see where he would take massive offense to that. Dale should change his name to Doormat Dale. But in fairness to Dale, he does not yet realize he's on the, the first ever Bachelor or Bachelorette season where it's going to end basically the next time you go to the bathroom. And she's like, oh, I'm swooping away with him. And he's like, holy shit. The second you're chosen by the bachelor or bachelorette, you are never going to make another dollar off this show outside of your Instagram followers and your ads. Like you don't yeah. want to win. It's the game but you I, don't want to win. I honestly feel like we need to go into the Rose Rondo. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Roses are falling from the sky. Chet, it's okay. Chet, come back to Chet, us. Number six, Origami Joe. I just said, I hope you have a nice towel creation on your bed because it's the last time you're going to see said bed. <laughs> <laughs> number 12, Ivan. Ivan the Great, Ivan the Terrible. We just don't, we don't know. We don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. None of these guys matter. <laughs> I do want to point out that uh, Chris... Uh, was talking to Claire and he just he casually said to her when they were talking about how much she loves Dale because it's so obvious and she he goes that's why this works and he's referencing the show and I was just like does it though uh statistically no and then she says to me what matters is quality time to which I say bullshit how can eight on one be quality time? It's literally like, just listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth. Dude, we don't know anything about these people, guys. We only know about well, that's Dale. What, that's, that's the thing. So Dale gets a rose. Um, no, Jordan is holding out for a one-on-one -on -one, and it's like, good luck. I mean, officially, this to me, that just meant let's officially get to the first projection. Great. You know, and Ed's blowing bubbles into an alcoholic beverage or something, I think. And uh, Yeah, that happened at one point. Um. Zach Jay was not being aggressive. She invited him on this one-on-one -on -one, and he pulls her in for a real kiss. And she goes, what are you doing? And mm -hmm. then her beautiful, crazy shows. She wears a lot of white, which is good because she's fit for a straight jacket. Yeah, uh, Jay said, I can't wait to see her again for the first time. And he wasn't reading a poem, therefore it made no sense. Um, <laughs> She said on the date, I am present. That's like disgusting. It's the bottom of the barrel of the things you would say on a date. Thank you, Claire. Basically, this entire show is her mulcajete, and she makes her own tableside guacamole. Mulcajete. There we go. That just sounds like Borat. Are we back at the nice mulcajete. She is a terrible bachelorette. Now listen, I don't think she's a terrible woman or like whatever. She's just not a good bachelorette. We, they signed up for the game show. She's not playing the game. So get out. Yeah, but I think, I think she knew what she, this is all calculated. She's done this like 14 times. She knew how it worked. And she was like, 
you know what? I'm actually 39 and I am truly desperate for the first time in my life. Cause it's always well, fake desperation. And now she's like, Oh, f I'm going to go back to the well where I know there's a, a load of hot dudes that I could pick from and I can just pick my poison and she chooses her poison, which is Dale. This is the third and final date in the date date breakdown. Don't take it personally. This is the group date with everybody. Everybody's there. Everybody's there. Everybody else is there. Along with Margaret Cho, who shows up. What a national treasure. Let's go to text about this roast. It did look like they got to her a little bit because a roast can be very serious. The beauty of, like, the thing about a roast is that it's supposed to be reserved for those who've known you for uh, let's just call it decades and at least yeah, one. you're right about that Jet. that's a really so now good they're point. talking about days that becomes painful and the group date was called don't take it personally well guess who took it personally claire um claire gave herself the rose i don't think that's ever happened claire just casually gave a group date rose to herself what is the age difference between claire and dale first person go too much. <laughs> They're eight years apart. This has been a week. It's been a week of weeks. It's been a week. Week of weeks. All right. There's someone moving into a very important house in this country. Chosen by people, maybe not even us, you know? Um, and that house is very, very important. It's obviously the Bachelor Mansion. So, um... We've been waiting for these election results longer than Dale and Claire have known one another. I, I just took a pee a second ago that was longer than Claire and Dale have known each other. Well, that's Jet, half of the- My last note of this episode is, I've had bowel movements last longer than their relationship. There we go. So what's really cool about this episode, we actually have some special guests joining us. May I? Very, very happily introduce Omar Lopez Cepero and Ariana Rosario. They're so. Oh, this show just got a major makeover. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were all trying to figure out how to deal with it, and I'm thinking maybe we turn our cameras off and we'll keep talking and we'll just keep the camera on only then. Yeah, just yeah like, I think that's a great idea. Just sit there and we'll just talk. No. It's just because it's all in the lighting. It's all in the lighting. Well, we're excited to chat some Bachelor Nation with you guys. Uh, limos and roses. We are told we're going to learn the truth about Claire's journey. I see what you did there. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. We're not invested in any of these characters, so they have to off the two main characters, which aren't we're not invested in either. And now we finally get to meet the supporting cast, mm -hmm. like at the end of this episode. She is quick to point out, like, guys, I knew who I wanted, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I'm thinking, Claire, oh, my God. You're not the first person on this show to know who they wanted. Like, they all, I bet 80% of them know who they're going to pick after night two. But they've got to play the game. Why? Because you signed a contract. But it's love. No, it's not. It's a game show. She keeps saying things like, you know, I'm not gonna apologize for love. And I was like, well, you can apologize for obscene behavior. Chris Harrison, the hero of the show. And this show is his show. When he goes to her room, I was like, oh, Chris is about to lay 
the SmackDown. Yeah, he doesn't like Claire. He's like, listen, lady, we're not getting any content here. We're a TV show. You're giving us garbage. The editors, producers all hate you because you're not giving us anything. You just keep going back to Dale. Chris Harrison said, don't bullshit me. Not once. <laughs> yeah. Look, this whole thing is crazy. Chris is having to sit her down. He's having to stop it all and say, hey, can we just end this now? Because you're not giving us any content. We're a show famous for its ability to spin anything into a narrative. They can and they can't spin it because nothing's happening. He's like, mm -hmm. this has to end, and I want it to end in a proposal because we haven't had a proposal on this show in 17 years. It's just annoying, dude. The girl's 40 years old. She's confusing lust with love, and I can't handle it. She said that Dale, you know, shows up for her like all of the other men did. Was anybody else as enthralled by Chris Harrison wiping a tear away? <gasps> <laughs> Single tear. <laughs> Single tier. <laughs> Chris Harrison. We, we finally got the older bachelorette we're looking for. That, that's what America wanted. And because we're thinking more mature. And yeah. then we realize, oh, wait. She's actually the nightmare because she has that old thing of, well, I'm going to be me. I don't care. The younger people are at least able to be manipulated by even producers because they're like, hey, sweetheart, if you walk out on this show, your career in this industry is over. And Claire's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm 90 years old. It became very clear as to why Claire was still single. I'm just going to carry us straight into the Dale, Dale date, date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. He's uncomfortable on this one on one because you are a crazy human being who wants to get married and we've dated for literally yeah. 17 hours. So we can go right back into the Dale date where they drop a four letter word to each other. And he spins it in a very interesting way. I've never heard someone say, let me just read, I have a quote here. Uh, I'm falling in love with you through this process. Yeah. Least romantic way to say I'm falling in love with you ever. I'm falling in love with you too in this scenario at this time. All you have to do is casually just go, I could see myself falling in love with you totally. Yeah, I could also see myself like, like losing my leg in quicksand. You know? I can see myself skydiving tomorrow, but it's not likely. Yeah. Well, if you're on The Bachelorette, it is likely. Oh, God, yeah. Well, no, no, I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going without a parachute if I'm on that show. <laughs> if she is going to wow. color in all of her brows, like you can look at my brows and how I don't do anything to them. Well, you know that I talked about that a couple weeks ago. I said, ladies, please stop doing that. Don't get a tattoo eyebrow. Don't paint oh, it tattoo, in. Like yeah. I'm going to throw this to a really wonderful brow expert, Ariana Rosario. I'm just going to ask. Oh, she's got oh. fantastic brows. Yeah. I've got to know because mm -hmm. first off, homegirl's brows always on point. Secondly, she's an esthetician licensed. So she, oh. she knows. I think whatever a woman wants to do with her beauty is up to her, right? We can we can start by at least saying that. Fair. Personally, yes. I mean, I fill mine in slightly, but not too sure. crazy. If you're gonna fill <laughs> something in, then you just I mean, we had a show today, so like obviously like I'm gonna put on a little bit more makeup than normal, but for the most part, a brow gel is good, ladies. That's all you need. If you want to darken your brows or anything like that, you can always dye them. Dye them a reasonable color, and then you don't have to worry about having to sit there and filling them in, but they still look like your eyebrows. <laughs> it was cracking up, too, when they, when they cut to um, them, at, like, 
post show where they're like, We've been four days together. Four days together. Four days. Four days. These poor saps are actually in an amazing position to dodge the Claire bullet at this time. Now, they are way too kind to her. Um, Ivan, the faintest clue, is like the nicest guy that's ever been on camera. It kind of showed the guys that are more used to rejection. Certain guys were combative or, or, or more like needed, needed answers, needed an apology. And certain guys who I felt looks wise or whatever, for whatever reason, they are more accustomed to rejection. They immediately went to nice guy mode. Maybe it's just their character, but I think it might have something to do with uh, past relationships and dealing and how you deal with rejection. Wait, wait, wait. We miss my favorite quote of the entire episode. Origami Joe says, before yesterday, how many hours did she spend with him, with Dale? Two hours? And you go- That is kind of crazy. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. <clears throat> Origami Joe is the only one who uses the power of math and deductive reasoning to basically come to the conclusion that it's that crazy. She's begging guys to love her. And I'm, you know, all I'm thinking is maybe she and Colton should be together. They could beg each other to love each other constantly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Moving on. There is a beautiful wedding dress change that is interesting where Claire drops a double journey. What? Double journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you it's, drop us a double journey right now, Kit? I probably will, and I don't even know how it's going to go, but it's going to go something like this. I'll figure it out in the post. <laughs> After the double journey, she says, why is falling in love so hard? Finding love is what's hard. She's out of her mind. This woman doesn't know shit. And I, by the way, this is something that I thought of because of this show. I can't imagine ever proposing to someone that I've never had a fight with. Because you've got to know how you deal with adversity and conflict in a relationship. If we didn't have a podcast, I don't know that I would have watched any of this shit. So I don't know. Agreed. So we move on because there's a proposal that's happening. Spoiler alert, there's a proposal because like there had to be a proposal. Finally, we can move on. It's officially announced at this point in the episode that Taisha is the new Bachelorette. And all these guys, all these hyenas yeah. are sitting around cackling. Mm -hmm. And then Chris Harrison comes in and he goes, don't worry, we got another gazelle. I said the best part of this episode by far was Tisha showing up. First of all, she looked yeah, stunning. So stunning. She looked fantastic. She's so sweet and she's so genuine and everything about her. She's actually somebody that I do go, yes, I love this person. I root for her. Thank you, Omariana, for joining us for this little Zoom cast and podcast. We love you guys. Yes. Tisha so enters. And now Tasha's journey begins. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And then I said, oh, and then they said, and we're gonna have a tell-all later with Claire. And I said, don't care. It's another night one, y'all. So, spoiler alert, second round of limo exits. What? Yeah. And say before those second round of limo exits? 
I love that Ivan finally gets the airtime that this nice guy deserves. Ivan, the faintest clue of who you are. Well, now I kind of do know who you are. You're a really yeah, nice yeah. guy who didn't get a chance before because you were dealing with a crazy lady. Riley said he was just, he said to the cameras, he was like, I'm just really looking forward to getting to know her, you know, where she's from, like who the hell she is because they've all been stalking Claire because that's the way this show works. This is the first mm -hmm. season we're ever going to get to know where these guys are literally going in cold. Dude, this is the first episode in history since we've been doing this pod where they actually could have validated the use of the term blindsided. And not a one said it. We've got new men. Yeah. Spencer. There's always somebody that looks like Zac Efron. Noah, number four. I think that he'll get airtime, but I don't, it'll just be for humor. So Chris Harrison comes in and he drops this first, second, first impression rose on the table. It does. Those first impression and now second impression roses are symbolic of something. Because if this show's proven anything with regard to consistency, that first impression rose, more, way more often than not, gets to hometowns at least. And now, the Claire time literally no one asked for. I'm very much done with the Claire tears. I'm done with the show up. She made her decision. I'm happy for her. Now go away. They've really tried to push that show up thing. And I, first of all, thank God Taisha showed up. But it's like, it's just <laughs> yeah. the, the fact they keep trying to push this show up thing like it's some brilliant t-shirt. She kept talking about how, how Dale shows up for her. And it's like, you haven't, we talked, I talked about this last week. You have been through no adversity. She talks about how all my past relationships, the guys left when times got tough. And I'm like, well, you don't know what Dale's going to do yet when times get tough. You don't yeah. know. I literally have, what adversity can you face in two weeks? You're making yeah, salads. You're making salads. <laughs> salads. Yeah. Dude, really, well, you know what? Salads. You know what? You know what? He's going to show up and he's going to remain there. <laughs> yeah, he's going to remain there. And no matter how you dress this salad up, he's caught there, in a <laughs> There you go. All right. Time to bring out the tomatoes because these jokes are getting real bad. Oh! There we go. <laughs> Yep. It's pun central. We're, we're so stupid. Remember, the, and a tomato that's was how, a fruit. Listen, I'll grab it how, as low as it hangs. By the end of this interview, Alicia turns to me and she goes, I think Claire probably collects Dale's fingernails and puts them in a jar like next to oh, her bed. Like that's yeah. how, that's what we're talking about here. Chris Harrison was calling bullshit. He was not buying anything she was selling. Yeah. She goes, I mean, I respected the process during all this. And he, he goes, goes, well, you, well, you really kind of didn't. didn't. You kind of <laughs> didn't actually respect. In fact, you did the opposite of respect the process. Yeah. Yeah. What is she talking about? She's crazy. She's insane. She's literally speaking untruths. I mm -hmm. respected the process. What do you mean? No, and then you talk about showing up and then you left and you said nobody shows up, 30 guys did. What if we're watching her lie after lie after lie. It's just absurd. She obviously suffers from anxiety, right? Um, if you have that level of anxiety, I really just don't think reality TV is for you. I do think that that clouds their judgment in general. And like, if I were to speak in defense, if I were her defense attorney, um, you know, I would speak on behalf of the fact that she's been involved in reality TV for so long that half of her adult life has been on reality TV. Yeah. And, and I think you do lose sight of who you really are. Like, I think you lose sight of what is reality for, for you. 
unless you've been exposed to the real world without cameras, I think it's hard to get a grasp on the real world. But it's very clear to me and very evident with her behavior that everything is seeking validation. And as soon as she got that validation from Dale, uh, who was somebody that she wanted, it's like curtains. It's not that she found the right guy. It's that she found validation in another human being. She continually plays the victim. And that's the problem is she keeps talking about how everybody's leaving her, everybody's leaving her, everybody's leaving her. She's never stopped from five minutes to ask herself, why are people leaving me? All right, so <laughs> Tasha has that diary moment. And then we immediately are gonna move into the date, date breakdown. breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. Here's to a second shot at love. It is splash, ball, game, time that starts off with who coming out of a body of water? The lady of the lake, Tasha herself. Uh, well, there was no, some, some fast times at Ridgemont High happening. Like that, that fashion I can talk about. All the dudes are ridiculously jacked. Like it's just silly. Vodka sodas and push-ups and pull-ups, dude. Yeah. So a date card drop for Brendan. Mm. So after Easy, she has Zach, right? Mm -hmm. And she asks him the big question. I like this question. You know, wh why are you still single at 36? I know it's bold, it's brash, it's weird. And 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 then she went in for the kiss and he was chill. And I, I like Zach. He also dropped a journey. No, no. Always a worthy drop. Uh, in life. Sounds so good. Sounds yeah. so good. I think the second choice for the Bachelor or Bachelorette is always phenomenal, but they're not as crazy. Because reality TV wants the crazy. So they took their crazy Claire and poor second place Tasha was just sitting there and she probably gets pushed to second place next year and second place next year. And then she's too old and they just move on to the next second place because she's cool. But because Claire went crazy on TV, we got to actually see the level headed second place. Well, so that's what we're getting. We're getting real. We have made it to Tasha's very first one-on-one -on -one date the one-on-one -on -one with brendan well here's the thing this guy has never ridden a horse before nope. ever it's kind of like how i feel about the whole date like he's like very cautious yeah. real chill she was taken by him in the moment for sure and i think that that's going to get be a, a lasting effect and he's going to be that fourth place guy who goes to hometowns but we all know he never has a chance the whole time but he stays cool i don't think it's going to work out for them but i like the guy a lot um and i I think he's he's uh, a perfect example of how people who've been through real struggle and adversity in their lives through his divorce and whatnot are, are just more mature with regard to relationships. You know, I can't speak to his, you know, maturity and other aspects of life, but with regard to relationships, he's obviously been through more than any of us. Well, it was the divorcee. first time that we saw. It was the first time that we saw an an adult date. Tasha went the complete opposite route of what Claire would have done. Sorry to keep up bringing Voldemort's, you know, name. But I think there is a connection there. I just don't think it's going to, like, be the connection that leads to a marriage. So Tasha wants five kids. Yep. Uh, who's Montel? <laughs> <laughs> did you make an intentional reference to the whole new world? Because that's pretty funny. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, I didn't get it. I know yeah, comedy. You, you were just glow you, yeah, but you glazed over it. When I do a joke, I like to, like, go, hey, everybody listen to my joke. And then I do it. And then everybody's forced to laugh, whereas you just yeah. kind of went by it. I like it. Yeah, sometimes but, uh, I, I like skirt 
past like jokes because I'm like, maybe that didn't land. I'll just keep going. So you do like real humor. Yeah, you're like a real comedian. <laughs> I think I'm a fan of long sleeve dress skirt thingies. Is that the technical term for it? Yeah. The industry term? I mean, you're referring to the long sleeve satin empire wasted dress? Yeah, that's what I meant to okay. say. Ben had a mic drop moment when he won. And they were complaining because he didn't do the, what was it, the physical challenge, I believe, because he's got bad knees or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he, he goes, tug of war. he goes, I got the award and didn't compete in one of the competitions, so. Yeah, let me translate that. Taisha finds me attractive. I honestly can't get a read on Taisha right now. I yeah. don't know nope. who she's actually super into. It's and true. I think that's great for the show. You guys didn't mention the fact that Chasen just took his shirt off and put an apron on. Yeah. That's literally all yeah did. yeah we did that on purpose <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was for you to talk about not for me and jet to talk about. right Tasha uses the word smitten to refer yeah. to uh ben uh i like ben by the way i like ben he seems nice and down to earth he seems genuine uh i don't know if i see him going to hometowns uh possibly a f i would say a fourth place hometown simply based on physical connection it's really strange to watch this show and not judge the bachelorette you said that, and I wrote, I, I wrote, I love Tasha. She's so down, so cool about everything. You know how, like, they give out, like, uh, you know, participation awards? He's a nice guy, and she's like, you know what? I'll give him a kiss, see what happens. It would make her decision very easy if there were, like, some fireworks in that, in that physical kiss right. or something like that. Because she'd be like, oh, my gosh. Quite there. Yeah, there's not quite I don't think there. it's quite there. She's the only piece of plankton in the, like, in the room yeah. of full of the humpback whales. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> I'm going to get that image out of my head. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's an analogy. The problem with this drama is it's the basest form of drama, like chicken legs. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, you know, I would probably it, say something like, if someone said, well, you have chicken legs, I'd be like, yeah, I've, I have chicken legs that support my pukak. <laughs> and I'm just not sure right. that uh, a grown-ass man would say, uh, Wolverine's uh, kind of my nickname. Kind of a nickname, first of all, is weird. Does that mean you call yourself that? That's just attractive dudes trying to say i look like hugh jackman and he doesn't by the way but it's just yeah. fun like the, when they say wolverine now they don't mean the comic the little five foot two guy with the things that, dude wolverine's tiny in the comics like that's oh yeah thing. oh like, yeah definitely they mean i'm hugh jackman is what they he mean. doesn't say bub he's not smoking a cigar saying bub either <laughs> exactly. you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, you whatever. back on track <laughs> And then she has to pull one on the side and go, why are you calling him names? And I'm like, these are both doomed. And they think it's one-on-one -on -one time? No, it's timeout. It's, it's so childish that this guy says, stop calling me names. And then I'm like, I mean, Ed, stop complaining. But at the same time, yeah, stop calling him names, Wolverine. Ivan gets the rose. Yeah, and I said, and I said, brilliant play by Tasha. He's even physically middling. No offense. I mean, you know, that's not a bad thing on this show. I know, he's and just, a physical middling is like nine on this. On the I know, exactly. <laughs> but he is. He's, he's a physical middling. And so, like, that doesn't help at right. all. You know, yeah. that, that the best that can get you is hometowns, and that's if you're lucky. And only one physical middling person makes hometowns. That's just the rule. It would be so great if Ivan is the guy, though. I mean, you know, that would just be so sure. fun. Yeah, 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 it would be. It'd be fun if I could fly, too. <laughs> Any other words about the cocktail party, guys? Just when I think I can't love Tasha anymore, it turns out she's African American and Mexican. I believe. Oh, I know. And I, I was just that, like, that, I was sizzling, like, that sizzling yeah. thing is right there. <laughs> a sizzling thing, dude. We talked about this last week with a sizzle. African American and Mexican is a recipe <laughs> for something sizzling. I'm so excited because that means it's time for a rose rundown. Whoa! It's been so long. Uh, uh, roses from the sky. Damar. 
Salmon spawning time. Blake. I forgot this guy was there. You guys, let's talk about this back at the ranch and just go right on into the group date. Yeah, so they're working out. Okay, great. You know, uh, there's been like a little bit of drama. So now they're going to make it into a lot of drama and there's going to be some sort of physical activity. What what, what is just about like a spirited debate on climate change? You got to do something. Uh, but, but meanwhile, all these guys just decided, you know what? I'll just wrestle. Before Noah jumps in, did you hear Chris? Chris goes, wait, what do you mean? But you're built like a brick outhouse. Is that a thing? <laughs> Are you really questioning Chris Harrison? Yeah. I, yeah, I guess I mean, think, you're think, right. Think, I must be about wrong. That. You're right. He got the rose. He, he gets the rose. Right. Yeah. Noah got because he showed up. Yeah. Well, no, because he jumped the fence, and we've learned that that works every time. Yes. And Noah comes up to interrupt before the shaving. Um, and oh, usually, with the glasses. You know, usually, yeah. yeah. And usually the guy goes like, yeah. usually the guy's like, yeah, man, go ahead, fine, take over for a second. And this guy just makes a bold move and puts it on Tasha. He goes, oh, I'm gonna sit right here. He goes, I'll leave that up to you, Tasha. What do you want? And then he basically invites her rejection, rejecting him. Because she's like, I yeah. will talk to Noah. But now, now Jordan knows where he stands. And he's got to drink as much free booze as possible for as long as possible. Well, that's now. what I was going to say. This guy basically said, he, he gave her the option of like, you can sit here and talk to me. I'm boring. Or you can shave this guy's mustache. Like, what would you do? <laughs> Tasha likes fun guys. Claire is a fungus, is a fun yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever. What is that fine line between like, I want a guy that can beat the shit out of another guy, but I don't want him to like yell at me. All right. We ready to finish this guy off? I think so. I mean, I have literally nothing else. So. I have nothing else either, actually. I also have nothing else. Well, that was All an right. exciting ending. Well. <laughs> Bye. Uh, take us out, little John. Uh, Chris Harrison enters to let us know that Tasha likes bold. Mm -hmm. And that we are going to head right into the date, date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. Wow. We have a one-on-one -on -one date competition. We're all from a music and theater background. These guys clearly are not. I thought there would be at least one diamond in the rough. One would assume if you took 10 random attractive dudes that at least one of them would be able to like casually strum a, a few chords on a guitar. I could learn a new language, I could learn guitar, or I could go to the gym. Everybody chose the gym this year. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay, all songs are poems. Not all Not poems all are songs. Are so and it's like, he just did a poem. And then she, yeah. and he won. Floor is lava, which like, I feel like everyone should play in public at least once. Well, I really like Ivan. This whole date was, can this guy be fun? I thought it was like kind of cool for like, you know, clever ideas to have fun when you're quarantined, essentially. I did see a game they didn't show us. They showed a, a bowl with like little like charade style or celebrity style. Oh. And I was thinking, how awesome would it be if they played celebrity using all Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants from the past and they had to like play with each other? Like that would we be You should next play level. that. And then they had this amazing, um, you know, Black Lives Matter. Uh, Talk. Yeah, they go all and it was all really it. and it was really really real and I actually thought it was really important. They were really having an intelligent and emotional conversation about something that's so wildly important. There are people that take the Black Lives Matter movement 
as a political conversation. And when it's it's mm-hmm. not, it's it's a right. movie. It's, people it's life. It's humanity. It's a humanity life. conversation. Yeah. Right. I couldn't agree more. I think Ivan's going to go far, and I'm I'm rooting for him. I, I like this guy a lot. You know, I so. like him a lot as well. I do. You ever had a pecan sandy? They're amazing. No, they're the worst cookie ever made. You're wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're gonna we're gonna fight now. You like All pecan right. sandies? Jet, get in the cage. If you've ever eaten one, I'm surprised you're not still trying to swallow it. It's like, hey, hey, Dad, do you like the beach? Oh, I love the beach. Would you like to taste it? Becca, who, I mean, during <laughs> COVID, broke up with Garrett. He yes. had put out some, I guess, political tweets or something like that. Yeah. And it's basically like they didn't sync up uh, politically. Term, right. The same has happened for uh, Florida Georgia Line. You know, the the, the country the band. band. They went to therapy about it to like get along. Let me help you out with the therapy here. Don't talk politics. How's that? <laughs> Don't talk you, politics. you need a therapist to tell you that? Um, like, like the therapist isn't going to solve their political Here's a thousand dollars. What do you think? Uh, don't talk about it. Yeah. You've got 59 minutes and 30 seconds left of your session. What would you yeah. like to talk about? Not yeah, politics. But... All right. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, let's have some more d'oeuvres. I've got some pecan sandies in the corner. If you're interested, <laughs> that'll keep you from talking for at least 20 more minutes. I started wondering if the guys, if the runners up or anything would maybe go home with Becca or Sydney. Like, why not at this point? You know, watch Sydney or Becca is going to be hooking up with one of those guys from this season at some point. That's what I'm saying. Somebody's going to stagecoach. I would just go in and just say, like, listen, I'm a guy and I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get the damn kiss out of the way. It's a major part of chemistry and figuring that out. And then once you've, you know, once you've actually kind of uh, indulged yourself yourselves in that exchange you can move past it and actually start listening <laughs> i have cool. nothing to add <laughs> let's go let's, let's keep it simple i like it and ed ends up doing the phrase dream by knocking on chris harrison's door we know it's staged but i loved every minute of it ed's acting was great how do we feel about ben i mean the game that i've always thought the way to play it is you keep the person, obviously you keep the person that you're super into and then you keep three people that you want to sleep with. Yeah, Yeah. we're not going to fault them for that. Fantasy suites should be before hometowns. You and I both agree on that. Yes. I think they don't want to have to, I don't, I think they don't want to have to deal with the awkwardness of fathers and mothers knowing. What was Tasha's former profession before she was on The Bachelor? All right. Esthetician. Esthetician. No, uh, no. She what was, is she? She was a phlebotomist. Noah mm. has a rose, and the guys are pissed about it. He did exactly what she told him to do, and then they start kissing. Yes. And she's like, guys, chill out. Noah is not a threat. He's not some sort of villain. He's a funny, nice, young guy that I like yeah. hanging out and with. And she's like, I'm and not even picking him, goof. but I'm, I'm going to keep him going forward because he's fun. And he's, and he's like, nice to look yeah. at. They don't all have to be the love of her life. Come on, guys. Like, this is the game that's being played. He knows he's guaranteed for paradise, worst case scenario. And he had the stash. He shaved it. And he's like, oh, I'm not even not. It's not that I'm not into Tasha. I'm just not necessarily into. I don't really care, basically. I'm 25. I'm here to have a good time. Let's go to paradise. And I think that he did a good mm-hmm. job of making the show fun. They brought on somebody they knew would, would play the game in a cool way. And he's not as much of an idiot as people are p- passing him off as. He knows what he's doing. Um, Brendan who was an early, I don't want to say front runner, but we hadn't used that term yet. I just, ding, ding, just ding. flew out. Yeah. But yeah, oh. I, I caught myself. So Brendan, he has an, 
the, the divorced guy, he has like an oddly depressing demeanor. It's like, did you get divorced yesterday? I mean, I know that it's tragic and sad, but like, dude, you got to get into this world now. That guy's really nice, but Ivan is nicer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You and know, like- Ivan would play the lava game. Brendan would be like, I don't know. Let's just sit over here and let's talk about our divorces. I don't know. Yeah, my ex-wife loved lava. Yeah, I've been burned before. (laughs) And he would would try and bank off. I don't. Oh, I'm funny. Yeah, I don't like walking on unstable ground. Yeah, there you go. Let's tread tread Let's yeah. Let's tread lightly. We do have the puns on this show. Maybe we should just do a pun show. Here's the thing. I couldn't come up with the puns for, for Chris Harrison's line of wine, but when it comes to, like, you know, lava, sure. Yeah. It, his would be called Wine and Roses. W-H-I-N-E. Wine and Roses. There you go. There we go. Yeah. All right. I think it's time that we march on into the favorite game show of the pod. <gasps> A rose rundown. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to be diving into rose bushes? I'm going to need to put on some off, some bug spray. <laughs> it's thorny in these bushes. Ooh, oh my God. it's thorny. Okay. okay, so, Bennett. Duh. Get that cape ready for paradise, dude, because Superman's coming. I mean, he is coming. Yeah. The paradise. This is the best crop of dudes we've ever had that weren't like, I mean, I know it's a comedy podcast, but sometimes, you know, you don't want to force comedy. Like maybe every now and then you talk about pecan sandies and like it's these guys, these guys make it tough to be truly hard on them. You know, they're good. They're good guys. They really are. Well, let's begin with some visiting time from Jojo Fletcher for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it was the casual and typical, hey, we're going to bring on your TV friend and uh, mm. make television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, I said best friends, I'm sure. Jojo takes over for Chris. I'm skeptical. There's a date card and it goes to Zach. See, mm-hmm. this wedding photo date. What a terrible idea for a first date. I think that the music added to the drama of this date. My prediction is that he wins. Oh, wow. That is a, Saying that, it here first. a bold prediction. Yeah, that's a big one. And Zach mentions his divorce, which takes mm-hmm. her by surprise. My verdict is still out on this guy. I'm just not, you know, he's just not as easy to love as the others. That doesn't mean he doesn't deserve love. She's like, oh my God, you were married too. You were married. Like half these guys have been divorced. And I'm like, well, welcome to bringing adults onto the show and not 23 year olds. These guys have lived some life. And you know, like this guy covers a DUI, an arrest, drugs, and suicide, divorce, theft, and spiritual clarity and rehab all in a first date. So this guy, (laughs) say what you will. You you left a brain tumor. We're only laughing because he's okay. I just want to give this guy a hug. So Tasha says, thanks for sharing. Zach Clark gets a rose. And she appreciates him opening up and there's a surprise for him, which is a Ferris wheel that stops at the top and they make out. And she really does like him, I think. Moving on to the group date, you guys. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, It begins with them walking into this art studio and two naked people. And I think the guys crushed it. Once again, I think a really creative use of a quarantine type situation and a really creative date Brendan with the frame. Oh, yeah, dude. Totally. I thought that in terms of creativity, that was like my favorite. This was the first time where I was sitting there thinking like, if Jet and I were on this, like we would have had some 
competition. I'm like, wait, so other humans aren't as dumb as I like to think they are. Dang <laughs> right. Just because they have six packs means they're, they're not yeah. dumb. Oh, right? man. <laughs> Good thing I'm already married. Um, it mm-hmm. closes with Ben. I actually wanted to talk about the naked move. Yeah. I was not a fan. Same. Mm-hmm. I but think he, he just realized sh- he was crushed creatively. He was crushed and he was like, I don't have an idea. Naked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I get the being vulnerable and everything like that, but you're not that vulnerable when you're built like a brick house. Like that's a good point. <laughs> what oh. I think happened was he did that art. He took the he took the challenge literally, mm-hmm. saw what other guys were doing and was like, I've Fair. got to pivot. I've the got audible. to pivot major. O- yeah. Omaha. It was an audible. Omaha. Yeah. Omaha. So, the, so, so, yeah. So then I actually, so that is, I keep going back and forth this whole episode because then I'm like, smart move. And as we go into the nighttime portion of the date, Ben actually opens up about his eating disorder, his struggle with bulimia, and how that's the reason that he has ventured into fitness and nutrition because right. he struggled with it for his whole life. I was like, oh, now mm-hmm. I'm now that I have this yep. in hindsight, I actually like the move a lot. And he did and in his mind, he was standing there being extremely vulnerable. And he in his mind still views himself as a fat kid. And Tasha nails it on the head. She says, This is what happens when you start to date real men. In bringing on these elder gentlemen, you know, um, I think what happens is you know, you're hearing about divorce, you're hearing about addiction, you're hearing about all this stuff. And it's people in their early to mid thirties to late thirties, some of them. So in their thirties, talking about what used to be. Mm -hmm. And usually you have a bunch of people in their twenties, early twenties, talking about about what will be while they are still literally in that used to be thing that they're hiding. They're all so insecure. They're hiding who they really are. They probably have addictions of their own. They probably have, they haven't been divorced yet because they're on a game show to find love for the first time because they're 23. This is just real. Like you said, it's authentic. It's real. It's, it's really cool to watch. Honestly, I'm thinking about this even in terms of our podcast. There's not as much stuff to make fun of. Exactly what we're having. We're, we're having so. to rely on our personalities for humor. Right, exactly. Oh, God. Can we throw some <laughs> puns in here for God's sake? Yeah, we got to <laughs> fix this. Tasha goes through her multiple choice of guys, and right before she says the word Ben, the music is cued, and it's very beautiful and lovely and sweeping and dramatic, and she says he showed up, and will he accept this rose? Gosh, I, I, I really like this, this group of guys. I feel like they're, for the most part, like kind of all just like on each other's sides, too. Well, Chelsea pointed yeah. that out. They're buddies. They've been quarantined together, which is a first for this show. So in that time without a female, you're going to bond. I mean, yeah, some people are going to butt heads, but when the girl's not around, it's not about the girl at all. <laughs> we move right into the easy one-on-one. That isn't so easy. I hope you aren't scared of falling in love. Oh, this is the ghost hunting date. I would be sh- myself <laughs> this is not the date for andrew frace i'll be like what happened to spa day and fashion corner like yeah he's just a really nice fun guy he really really is and he like handled this entire thing like a champ I, I did say that i thought that the room i think the haunted room was room 120 and i thought it'd be awesome if they knocked on the door and it opened and it was just ed and chris harrison having champagne and strawberries again <laughs> Sorry, that would be amazing. 
Sorry, guys. We're going to hop on into the nighttime portion of this date where Easy drops the L bomb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? He actually saved himself in the long run, I think. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. Dare we say he was blindsided? Yeah, he was. was I felt really. I I did feel bad for him. So we move on to the two-on-one announcement back at the ranch. Bennett, I do think he has bonded with all of the guys in the house, except Noah and Spencer, who are the non-Claire guys. Noah actually handled everything great. I actually kind of dig both guys for their own reasons. Um, but I don't really care about their spat because it doesn't feel real to me anyway. And Since New York City is how the three of us met, and we consider it to be a part of our hometown, really, it mm -hmm. is officially that time of the season for our hometown hopefuls. <laughs> okay. So let's go Frace first. Frace, who are your top four for hometowns? Uh, Zach is going to be one of them. Brendan, I think, will be another one. I'm also going to say Ben. Mm -hmm. And finally, I'm going to say Ivan. Those are my four. Those are my that's, four, too. Yeah, that's pretty good, dude. Well, let's hop right into the date, date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. There's Noah time. There's Bennett time. It's so ridiculous. It's so producer planted and driven. The big thorn in the rose of Tasha's side is always when her integrity is called into question. Tasha, I believe your integrity was questioned the second you got on this show. Bennett gets a one on you know, some one-on-one -on -one time with her and just completely shoots himself in the foot. Like one's walking around like hobbled because he shot himself in the foot and one just never pulled the trigger. He pulled the trigger on those Tic Tacs, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he certainly did. <laughs> that was like my favorite part of that like first 10 minutes. So anything to say before we uh, move on with this rose ceremony? Unless you have something I nice to say. I finally figured it out, dude. I figured it out. So here's who Brendan is. Cause you know, he's still crying obviously without tears. He's the tearless crier. But I figured him out. He is the Bachelorette equivalent of pop music's Sam Smith. Like everything's a ballad. Even the up tempo sound like he's crying. <laughs> Riley breaks out the game, dude. This is where Riley's like, yo, so I've got game. By the way, not sure if you realize this, but it's our one week anniversary, lady. That's really all I have. Well, thank heavens. Because we got a rose from down. Oh, I'm stretch. Come back. And the final rose goes to Noah. Producer Rose. We move forward. It's a one on one. For Ben. They're on a date and Ben's like, I fully trust you. And I'm like, you barely even know each other. Like full trust. First of all, she's hooking up with six other dudes. Hey Ben, don't cheers to real life. Just don't do it. Yeah, so we this can is move into this evening portion of the date because I personally believe the daytime portion was um, a really giant nothing burger. So yeah, go to town. Yep. It's the battle of broken back and two failed suicide attempts versus brain tumor and rehab. These people are coming to her with 
all this uh, baggage of sorts, you know, to, to therapeutically release. And, and she keeps going, well, I'm still here or look where you are, but you might mm -hmm. dump someone. It's like, you're saying I'm still here. Then what do they think tomorrow when they wake up and you're not? So yeah, so they dance the night away. Ben gets a rose, obviously. Um, which means he's the first official hometown selection. So congrats to Ben. There it is. Back at the ranch, there is a group date card, and it is a polygraph BS test. So according to the American Polygraph Association, a polygraph test taken correctly is over 90% accurate. However, when computers take over that polygraph, the accuracy climbs closer to 100%. So. Well, of course, the poly, of course the Polygraph Institute is going to say yeah. that. If you're going to take a polygraph, just show up. Just show up. <laughs> so Zaxi is outed for being a cheater, uh -huh. you know, which is like a big deal. But then he tells the story about being in sixth grade and he cheated on the girl in sixth grade and French kissed it. And I said to myself, that's a great way for a cheater to get away with cheating. She didn't say, did you ever cheat again? You know, telling the truth and telling the full truth are two different things. So she said that she was falling in love. Yeah, she did. Was that? He's just so strange, Brendan. Yeah. And he drops a weird line. He said, I'm potentially actually falling in love with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is a potential actuality? <laughs> it sounds like a 17th <laughs> or 18th step in Scientology. And then Riley was very still and stoic. You took a really long time to say you don't get along with your dad. Yeah, I thought there was going to be something deeper to it. He was getting heavy. Like, well, if you come see my family, my dad's in prison. My mom's currently That's what I uh, thought. in rehab. Mm -hmm. Like something Demi's like mom style, you know, yeah, anything. Yeah. But yeah, or like we live in a, in a really rundown trailer park and we're the worst trailer house on the lot. You know, and it's something, whatever. I mean, Dean had, Dean's dad lived in a teepee and he didn't break that news until they showed up at the front flap. Mm -hmm. Dwayne Henderson Jr., AKA Riley, has only had these little spurts of time on these giant group dates. And since this is mm -hmm. the smallest group date he's been on, this is the most time he has. So and emotions everybody... are relative. Emotions are relative. The way we respond, like, just because somebody has uh, been, had a brain tumor and another person's uh, had suicidal tendencies, and this person's father hates him or they don't get along. That doesn't, yes, from an outsider's point of view, you could put them, put them you could rank them on severity. Yeah. But the way the person feels inside is, is, is more important, particularly when it comes to a relationship and opening up. And he was, those weren't fake emotions. It was clearly, it's clearly heavy on him. I think that's more speaks to how closed off he is emotionally mm -hmm. and that was a big opening up for him maybe and that's good that's good but, i agree i agree and, and not to mention she should be like oh that's all thank god an actual normal guy on here and he's being heavily really emotional right now so i can respect that dude i like i like i like riley and who gets the group date rose there was not one i have three words for you oh. bennett is back oh, oh boy b is b how he creepy, how creepy was that? Him lurking in the shadows. I loved it. <laughs> this is fun as I do like Bennett, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I can't wait for Paradise. I think Bennett's awesome and he is a gem for that show. And she says, I've always wanted a guy to show up for me mm. like that. 
I just roll my eyes. Chris Harrison is back. <laughs> That's a good thing we can't see below Frace's uh, waist right now, just for all our yeah, viewers. I know. I don't have pants on. Wait, is this really a, a date, date breakdown? Breakdown, 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 breakdown. This date is pointless. I. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. She said there about- are two sides. She said there are two sides to Blake. And I was like, uh huh. A left side and a right side. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're talking about the Chris, the crystal master, right? The the crystal master. (laughs) I know. Here, I thought there was. I hear. I thought there was only one episode of Mandalorian left. This would have been a fun date had they had any sort of connection whatsoever. It doesn't matter how many chakras you have if they're not connecting with one another. I think she dumped him, and it is what it is, and nobody was surprised. He'll be in paradise for a little bit, and then she got really, really heavily dramatic. I mean, she was. Well, those were tears, not for Blake. She knows it's going to get heavy, and she saw the future. And she saw this moment happening with people she actually has feelings for. And that was what was really affecting her. And it was the first time she had, it's the, this was the first time when you go, oh, shit. the game is kind of over. This is when she starts the lawnmower and just gets ready to just mow them down. Cause she's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta rip the bandaid off. Let's just As go. We, she's we like, all called it. We said this week is going to be a bloodbath and a bloodbath. Yep. It was. It's shark week, dude. Shark yeah. week. <laughs> you beat me too. I was going to say the chum was in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So she takes Riley aside and she does, in my opinion, she takes the cop out and says, I don't want to meet your family when my heart isn't 100% meeting yours. I mean, this guy handled the breakup uh, in the best possible way that you could ever handle a breakup. So yeah, poor Riley, we all liked him. I think you guys, it's time for a Rose Rundown. I love that I just showed the world in straight up quarantine style that I'm literally not wearing pants. Like, yeah. I... <laughs> Zach C. AKA winner. Ivan. He's, he's gonna be second place. It's gonna break his heart. Maybe third. <laughs> yeah. By the way, all my hometowns, uh, accurate. Yep, you and Chelsea both nailed it. Uh, my note was perhaps he finally has someone to die for. And it's time for Mental Wall. For those of our listeners that don't know, every season we do a Mental or a Woe. Mental all, Bachelor or Bachelorette pending. So I always love hate this episode, but this recap skips right past Claire, which I loved because mm-hmm. it's not a her. Essentially, there were only two moments of drama this entire season. One was the Noah Bennett producer-driven rift, which in actuality, I don't think that those guys even hate each other. They're just not going to be yeah. friends. And then yeah, the other one was the, was the Yosef nonsense. Um, Damar tries to get some airtime finally. Uh, oh, yeah, I love that he, yeah. and I love that he raised his hand and yeah. said his name, like to remind yeah. everyone at home who the hell he was. He goes, um, uh, hey, Chris, uh, Damar. I felt like the star of this episode, in a sense, was Riley. So, yo, 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 Yosef, uh, we know what he's about to say. Nothing that matters. When you're given so many opportunities to just say you're sorry, say you're sorry. 
I think he went back to the real world. His daughter and maybe ex-wife or whoever, they were all proud of him, probably. Like, Dad, mm -hmm. thank you for standing up. So he can't go back and retract his statement. And I think that he had to stick to his guns because his little impressionable girl thought it was awesome. And like maybe. we all do on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, we do it for the gram. So, Tasha comes into the mix. This Riley, um, yeah. Tasha apology or, or reconciliation of sorts or just he got the answers that he was seeking this is the the finest group of guys that i've seen on the 100%. bachelorette they weren't able to have any drama because they were just these really great guys we met two dads in this episode name as many as you can again it's a name game okay. i'm gonna say so clarence one hint about ivan's ivan's dad's name what did you okay, say I liked I said Clarence. That's, that's his a... dad's name. His dad's name is Clarence. No. For real? I thought I was going to say that's a good one. That's a great nah. That's his name. That's the pick of 41 episodes? That's the pick, dude. That might be the greatest pick out of, out of thin air that we've ever had. And Chris Harrison enters to inform everyone that hometowns won't be in hometowns. Obviously. Mm -hmm. We know that Zach's parents and brother are here. Ivan's family is here. Uh, Ben's uh, sister is here with one of his best friends. Uh, but Brendan is going first and his older brother, his older brother's wife, and most importantly, niece Aaliyah is there. All those guys hug one another. Well, here we go. <laughs> the last time that all of these guys can have like a real legit hug before they become Eskimo brothers. Chelsea, in fairness, it is a little tacky for our show. It's Inuit brothers, please. Oh, by the way, so and, and, and before we, so we all do realize Ben, Ben tells the world that he has never cried really or can't cry. Well, for what Ben lacks in tears, Brendan makes up for in spades, dude. That guy's got enough tears for the both of them. So we're doing okay. We got enough tears with Brendan alone. Yeah. That's, He's I mean, no, that's uh, why he wears turtlenecks, dude, to soak up. You know how you wear a yeah. headband when you jog? The turtleneck yeah. soaks the tears from dripping all the way down to where his heart is. Because it's mm -hmm. so sensitive. You don't want to um, drown it. I feel like if and when Tasha breaks up with Brendan, she should give him a turtleneck or, you know, the gift of a thistle. <laughs> nice. There it is. There it is. Drop that so just, it's just so it's pretty. Amazing. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's perfect for the lead-in for Brendan's hometown date. He gets a running start jump rap from the lady herself. Yeah. And Aaliyah is ready for some carnival games. From start to finish, boring. <laughs> You know, when I say like, I don't like Brendan, I actually like Brendan. I just don't think like that he's supposed to be with Tasha. He's not like a bad guy or anything like that. Right. Um, he's Agreed. just bad at, he's just, he just has terrible fashion. I think for a successful relationship, one party has to make the other party or both parties have to make each other laugh a little bit. You have to oh, find humor. I agree. Other, even if it's laughing at how nerdy they are, you have I agree. to, this I agree 100%. doesn't offer any bit of respite from the storm that is depression that he harbors every waking minute of every goddamn day. 
Hometown hopeful number two. Zach gets a jump wrap, you guys. There's a cardboard taxi, teaches her how to hail a cab, which she's a pretty lady, so she doesn't realize, like she actually doesn't have to say anything. She can literally just stand in the middle of the street and do this, but he doesn't talk about that. Um, <laughs> they sit in Central Park, which is apparently on the water. I, I said the date is more fun in the first 30 seconds than the entire carnival. Tasha is more nervous to meet his family because she's simply more into him. I actually give kudos to the producers for making all this work the way they did. I actually thought it was interesting and fun and silly. And they, you know, they're patting themselves on the back because they saved a load of money this season and they still made it happen. Mm. Uh, but it was, it was a lot like they were hanging out at a Six Flags that's closed and uh, oh yeah, there's no <laughs> roller coasters. So why would you be there? But they made it happen. Tasha, you know, loves the family. I, I can tell that she likes the family. She likes the family because she likes him. I thought this went a little darker than one would anticipate. Mm -hmm. were, he was like, isn't it fun to see me smile? And I'm like, oh my God, there's a lot of baggage with this situation. Mm -hmm. I found it fascinating when his mom brought up, oh yeah, he didn't want kids and just wanted to be an uncle before this show. I think that's the one serious thing that not enough relationships in the real world talk about. Like the kid thing is serious. And we're, dude and men, we're so driven by just the pure physical nature of everything that we'll just go, yeah, sure, whatever. And then the second it happens, it's real. Maybe he wants kids yeah. now. Tasha is sold on moving to New York. If she's not sold on Zach, she's sold on NYC. That's why he is my personal front runner. How do you guys feel? Ooh, look at that. He's my front runner as well. Agreed. I agree. Cross yeah. the board. All right, yeah. well, let's move on. Since we've covered everything that has been Zach, everything that has been Brendan, oh, it's someone to die for. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to everyone's favorite guy. He's the best. This is Ivan. There is no jump wrap. Mm -hmm. Cute cooking day with a video from his four-year-old niece. And I love the little nuggets. I love little nuggets. I kept writing words like adorable. I love how much they get along. He doesn't have darkness in him. Look, she called him safe. That's not a good term to hear mm -hmm. from the person who's gonna expecting you to propose tomorrow. And to me, so I'm kind of going to a different direction here for, you know, I was sensing a little distance from Ivan actually for the first time to where I went, maybe he's not as like kind of, oh, I'm a nice guy. I think he might be intentionally not being super excited. I know that we're all thinking, how could you not be in a Tasha? But dude, everybody has their thing. And no, maybe it's no, not it's his the, jam. It's... We meet Ivan's family. We have a spoiler alert, surprise visit from Ivan's brother, Gabe, which is very sweet. We see this every season, by the way. The parents are like, um, okay, so you're on a dating game show. And you're in the final four. And there's three other dudes. And no offense, son, I love you. You're one of the most attractive, cute, sweet human beings I've ever seen, but you're a little out of your league. So I'm worried for you. Nice. And she's just like, ooh, oh, yeah. good luck, baby. Nicely done. Yeah. You must play the game well. The brother has some of the best quotes of the whole night. He says things like, this righteous endeavor. He says things like, encompass those traits. And he says my favorite quote of the night, loyalty is an action word. So just like marinate on all that. It was just very interesting to see uh, the cover of a book not match the inside, yeah. in a sense. Um, 
Sure. And it reminds us of how quick we are to judge. One of the things that I find refreshing about Ivan and Tasha is they do laugh with one another. Ivan, this is where I also was thinking about my idea that maybe he's not as interested as we think. His brother asked Ivan where, like how he feels about her. And Ivan said at his young age, oh, she's definitely top three or four in his life. And I'm like, oh, and, I, and I just, oh. I remember, what a coincidence. You're in her top four. So we're all on the same page at least. Do they make bronze roses? We're moving on to Ben's hometown. So we have a jump wrap. Um, there's this cute little Venice beach trip where they walk around the resort like they're walking on the beach. I think this is a mainly physical attraction, but if I had to wager, I would say that Ben is heavily medicated. But I think that some of the switches that you know allow for the chemical reactions that we need to express or show emotion are a little bit numbed uh, from other chemicals that might be in his body. I don't know if that's true, but that's like, you know, he's not assessment. a, I hope that nobody's sitting there thinking that like, this is a bad guy. I think this is a guy that's, that's dealt with a lot and, and just, and maybe doesn't have the capacity. I also think he's never been in love. And so when later in the night, well, you, know, I mean, you, know, gonna, you know, what'll fix it. You know, what'll fix it phrase is going on national television and getting dumped publicly. That fixes yeah. all mental issues. He has this conversation with his like best friend and she basically says, you're in love, you're in love. And then he goes, Oh, I guess I'm in love. That best friend, at, at the moment she opened her mouth, I was like, she's the best. I want to grab a beer with her. I want to hang out with her. I want to talk with her about life. Uh, I think he pulled a phrase move, which I definitely appreciated because he told Chris Harrison that he loved her, but he couldn't tell her that he loved her. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's such a phrase move. Phrase would go, well, before I say it to her, I got to talk to Chris. So the date ends. He doesn't say he loves her and thank God Chris Harrison is back for the rose ceremony. They have their goodbyes, right? Ben is crestfallen, mm-hmm. right? Can I walk you out? Always just the most heartbreaking words to hear from a bachelor mm-hmm. of prep. Um, and I do personally believe this was a very easy decision for her. I think she knows who's winning easily at this point. What do you guys think? I think she was actually kind of annoyed or uh, just, she wasn't annoyed. She was just like, what happened here? Like, uh, you can't say I love you? What's to keep her from saying it first to him? Well, that's very true. That's that's very true. And I mean, see how he responds. Yeah. But the biggest winner of the night is Zach's mom who only wants to meet Chris Harrison because she's exactly like me. It's before the final rose, part one. Before the final rose, part one. So there are some Eskimo brother conversations. We love a good Eskimo brother or sister conversation. Um, But she does mention the fact that all three of her guys showed up. So good job. So then Jojo Fletcher comes on. She says things like, overnights it gets harder let me ask you a question jet if you're on this game show do you want to be first second or third <laughs> you know what i, I want to be never no <laughs> yeah, i, I want to be correct first. answer yes. so, and now for the date, date breakdown. breakdown 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 this is ivan's date it's the longest kiss 
Yeah, let's let's dive into this uh, ice bucket challenge, as it were. Um, yeah. Which is not for a good cause. My favorite thing that Tasha says is, hopefully it's romantic, which always means it's not. Well, he's certainly suffering from the worst case of blue balls I've ever heard of. Right. With an ice <laughs> challenge and then no, no sex. Doubt. Deck the halls with blue balls of holly. <laughs> Oh goodness. And who's Holly? If she's going to paradise, this guy might get an opportunity. Ridiculous. <laughs> no relevance to any of this content. I love it. Okay. All I wrote in my notes was this is stupid. Let's move into the nighttime portion of the date, shall we? And Ivan accepts a key to Chris Harrison's Airstream. Tasha is a fan, but it's not in love with him. He is also not in love with her. He says, I'm falling in love, which is what you always say when you want to sleep with somebody, but not be a complete asshole. Oh, yeah. Why do you get a trailer house? I actually thought the setup was really cool. I was like, that's a really cool setup. But I was also- You just, was, you just, thought, it was, you just thought it was the wardrobe trailer. And you were like, this is my dream fantasy suite. Precious fashion fantasy suite, dude. Your exactly. dream come true. Amazing. I actually wrote sexy trailer with champagne. Let's fucking go. I gather that they just talked all night and there was no, there was maybe a little bit of making out, but there was no, I, yeah. I don't even think this guy got a hand out of this. Let's move forward in the date breakdown. To Zach, let's explore each other. This is the crazy painting date. It's paint time and they're about to If a woman says you're a dork, you're attractive and you have swag, you are getting in her pants. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh, that's 100%. Although she did say, she, she said specifically that she was worried about getting caught up in the moment. And I'm like, this entire show's premise is being caught up in the moment. Yeah. You're worried about getting caught up in the moment? You're covered in paint wrestling a dude in a oh, sexual manner. Yeah, yeah you're, you're making a, a <laughs> they're making a fucking Zaxxon Pollock. Wow. Wow. Hosing each other down as a precursor to the nighttime, night yeah. portion that we don't get to see. Anyway, ho, 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 you know, whatever. Hosing each other down. Zach is going to slay her in the night portion. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, All I thought was, thank God she asked him that kid question on camera. I think that uh, when the kids thing comes up, there are two options in this scenario. And this happens in real life uh all the time i say that because this is far from the real real world but uh in real life this happens it was either his truth in the moment with his uh other relationships or in those other relationships he was telling them that to keep them at a distance whatever he says it doesn't matter because then he says i'm in love with you and yeah. she's done yep it's over and then and then they get to go to a real room and have sex you know oh my god yes <laughs> they accept the key to a real hotel suite and not a trailer. <laughs> so back at the ranch, Brendan is off on his date. Uh, let's see what the future holds. So Brendan's date with Neil Lane explaining what marriage is to two divorced people who obviously know what it is, is absolutely ridiculous. Neil Lane ends it says his goodbyes by saying, whatever path you take, I hope you find love. Which means even Neil Lane knows that this isn't gonna happen. Ivan sat in ice for seven minutes. Zach rolled around with Tasha in paint. 
And yeah. And then Brendan goes. And right Brendan was forced to play Russian roulette. Yeah, I literally wrote this date. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, I think that he got through the eleven episodes, and in this final episode, we see this every year: one or two of the guys or girls suddenly become a little colder, become a little more distanced, and they're suddenly like, "I just don't know," because they already won the game. They made it. They didn't win the overall prize, but they won the game of Bachelorette by being. Uh, on television for as long as possible and getting the ultimate exposure, they can choose to do anything with that, you know? Mm. And it, I don't feel like Brendan's in it for the Insta fame, oddly. So no, I, I don't I, know. I didn't, I didn't really get his game, his end game, but maybe he didn't either. That's why I actually believe that he was just like, man, I just don't know, actually. This is r too real. And so, I, and I don't think he's Bachelor in Paradise worthy. Keisha drops a sensible journey. Not sure if you guys know this. Oh, oh, we hadn't had one in a while. No. There have been a lot of them on the show, but yeah. Uh, it's, which has to make the finale. Okay. Uh, which implies that she feels different now than she did on their first one-on-one. -on -one. Brendan takes a long drink of whatever drink he's got in that cup. Hemlock, is it? What's he drinking? Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not eggnog. Brendan is very well-spoken, very intelligent, I think. Mm -hmm. And other than that, I think I'm pretty much done with my world of Brendan in life. He was there for the right reasons. And he Yeah, just, he was. Yeah. So Brendan says his, okay, bye buddy, hope you find your dad. And, um, <laughs> and Rachel Lindsay <laughs> comes on in and she's, I love her. I think she's kind of the best. I think she's, she was a fantastic bachelorette. She's one of my faves. That being said, I feel like this conversation is pointless. And then a producer-driven Ben drop so that we can introduce him later <sighs> and try yeah, to fabricate. They need drama. I yeah. said, yes, exactly. Try to fabricate some drama in the wow. last you know, hour of the show, basically. Of course. Yeah. We move on to finale B. There's only us. There's only this. Um, mm. And also, in addition to us and this, there's Ben, and he's back for no reason, and that's very silly. Um, she says, like, what happened? And he's like, I just blew it. I'm like, that's not an answer. She's going to break up with him uh, anyways. We already know that. And, and, and then I was like, and she's going to break up with Ivan right now. Yeah. Well, Tasha wants him to show up again. That's her, that's her game. Bennett, show up yeah. again and you get to stick around. Ben, show up again and you get to stick around. It was like we've said in the past, the whole thing with his return was garbage. She immediately has this talk with Ivan, uh, some things that they talk about that concern religion. And we, as the audience, are not privy to that information. I have an issue with this in general with this show. When we've seen this multiple times, i.e. Uh, Madison why do they wait till the finale to say, by the way, I'm super religious? That's not the way super religious people treat their faith. Like, I don't understand why you would keep it a secret. I don't understand it. You can't fight faith. That's the whole thing. You, because faith is something uh, Is this a George Michael drop? Are we doing yeah. a George Michael drop? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta have faith. It's such a great song, dude. That song yeah. is so Ivan fun, was like, man. Ivan was like, well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body, but no, you're religious. Um, <laughs> uh, I think
think the religion thing might have been a bit of fodder. I think that you're right. It's they talked all night. Brendan left on his own accord and Ben didn't get a fantasy suite because he came in later. So she literally pulled off the impossible that Colton tried to do, which is only sleep with the one you're going to marry. This is another reason why I think she's our strongest bachelorette ever. She actually played, she played the game like a champion. So oh. I guess we have a Rose rundown. <laughs> Because uh, it's the top two. We have our top two. Zach. Yeah. Winner. Engaged. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Ben. I believe I believe if we're speaking on chess, uh, we found the king and queen, and he is but a pawn. So, my friends, here's the deal. In this portion of Finale B, quick clip. Um, we are going to do a speed through of meet the parents, okay? We start off with Ben time, which is just weird. Her father's words mean a lot to her. His approval means everything to her. The reason that I know that Tasha's dad is not gonna back Ben is he calls him young man. And when you get young manned by a, by a dad, it means you're not there yet, young man. Exactly. And then Zach comes in. Zach is much more likable in the in the moments with the family. I mean, there's definitely chemistry. I got a, a, a more more of a sense of them being like, I don't like either of these guys. But you know, mm. if you got that other vibe, then that's fair because obviously it worked out the way it worked out. So I don't know what's you know, But I do I think, think that he's great for her. Let's move on. He sets up a crazy unrealistic goal, or he says a hundred percent confidence like we you know like there's nothing in life that you can go into with a hundred percent confidence that's well sometimes sometimes when i want pizza i'm a hundred percent confident about it yeah. <laughs> well let's be it's real funny you say that because they had a pizza party rather than scooters yes. <laughs> yeah poor girl is having her emotions toyed with she actually is yeah. like you have people showing up at the door you got bennett you got ben knocking on the door coming back you got the dad showing up because they're like can somebody make this girl squirm she just she she stays strong through it all, even in her most vulnerable moments. She's able to take what the producers throw at her and spin it and still make decent amount of entertainment and end up with the man she's wanted from probably day two. These people need to realize, by the way, everyone on this show, everyone in this world, all the fans as well, this is an engagement. And I'm not trying, like, look, okay, engagements are a big deal. I'm not trying to downplay it. But let's not let's also not overvalue what this is, especially in this particular circumstance. Just mm. get engaged, play the stupid game. We're all gonna realize you're gonna break up anyway, and then we all go, "Oh, the stupid show! Why do I keep watching year after year?" Mm. Yet we do. This scenario, though, is the most real. So I'm like, cool. They might actually last. I'm into it. Mm. Now she's got a you know a really cool, genuine, awesome guy who's been through a lot, but we're not going to hold it against him at this point. That's nine years sober. I think that's a good enough sample size of saying maybe this guy has it, has it together yeah. at this point, you know? Let's have him dance. I did not love Tasha at this point at all. Uh, she was freaking out. She was having an anxiety attack. Uh, it was the fakest I'd ever seen her. She had the baby voice and she's like, oh yeah, um, but you need to do this and I need to do that. And I, what's happening? She was so like, so ditzy, so flaky. 
you know what? I wrote the exact same thing. I said, this is a glimpse of the, of what you might be dealing with, yeah. you know, once the cameras are off. So at this point, yeah, it's a clear no brainer. Her mm-hmm. biggest connection for a while at this point has been Zach. Also, lest, lest we not forget that Ben gets a Colton shower before he gets dumped. They were like, we need some jacked guys on this show again. So yeah. it's shower time when the one jacked dude comes back. There's no excitement in watching Brendan shower. It might be a little disturbing if we're being honest. He probably wears a dickie when he showers. He's probably got like the chest hair down to his belly button. And he's like, you know, they're like, we can't have these guys showering. Ben so. gets dumped and doesn't cry. That's all yeah. I have for that section. And then she tears up as she approaches her final rose. Do we have any words to go to text on before Zach pulls up? It didn't matter who came out of the limo. They were wearing socks. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> here we go, Christmas theme. What do we got? We got, uh, da, 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 da. and don't forget to put on your socks. Yeah. <laughs> Just exactly at 12 o'clock, you're proposing to the girl now, or whatever it is. <laughs> then he oh, makes, man. Then he makes, what I would wager is the greatest proposal I've seen on the history of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Agreed. I know that the show works in terms of eliciting emotion from audience because Alicia was crying. Mm-hmm. It was good. <laughs> I started laughing and like, <laughs> she was laughing that she was crying because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, she, and, and then we're like sitting there and we're like, well, after all this, this is like heartwarming and beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. and then it did it after worked. that moment passed, I was like, I give him six months. <laughs> <laughs> you saying how beautiful all this was? I did my first two ever because I have like little like notes that have music notes if it's a music cue and like bombs for like a big note or a thumbs up if it's okay. I did my first ever heart on a note. <laughs> ever oh, and and it was this is the most real final moment on this show i've ever seen mm-hmm. uh and i believe them and then i added to that to, to to go into something even a little deeper and interesting she didn't even look at the ring and yep. i love that she didn't even look mm-hmm. at it you know it's real when the woman doesn't look at the ring 100 immediately what did she want to see immediately the ring and i wrote does this show work Guess we're going to have to keep doing the podcast yeah. to find out, you know. I guess so. Because yeah. at the end of the, Take me to the next season. Yeah. Zach says he's always going to choose her and does the knee and the ring. And she says yes. And he accepts the final rose. Which is so cute. Ka-ching. Ka-ching is right. All right. So we have a next season sneak peek. There are jump wraps. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, any words on this uh, sneak peek about next season? Besides Matt James taking a lot of showers. Well, that's what I wrote. I said. Being yeah. a lot of drama. Jack showers. Yep. Yeah. I wrote showers and women. We're back to square one. Mm-hmm. Here comes the circus. Circus is coming to town because this looks yeah. like a show. Yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a prediction for next season. We will all be saying garbage. Garbage. A lot. A lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to close out with my favorite quote from Chris Harrison of Peter, Peter's season. Um, I wish them the very best, 
whatever that may look like. This has been <laughs> Jet and Frace. And Chelsea, leaving you with these parting hashtags. Hashtag limos and roses. Hashtag zoomcast. Hashtag show up. Hashtag boobs. Hashtag lululemon. Hashtag Clarendale. Hashtag fashion corner. Hashtag lucky into. Hashtag cowboy cats. <laughs> Hashtag hometown hopefuls. Hashtag pop quiz. Hashtag Taisha time. We are all here for the right. Reasons! See you next week! Yeah. Everybody! Shut, 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 shut.